You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Good evening, good morning, welcome to episode four of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me as always are my co-host, Suze Gilbert, and Vicki Stokes. How are you ladies doing tonight? Okay. We're doing great. Good. So tonight, since all of us seem to be a little bit pressed for time, we're going to get right into it, and today's topic, we are going to talk about techie gear that we like. Vicki, do you want to start? Tell us what kind of... Vicky, of um, Techie gear, you like? Yeah, I'm going completely mobile. So I like um, uh, little compact, small things. Uh, so one of the um, uh, first things that I bought when I got my MacBook Pro was a, a wireless keyboard by Apple, the Apple wireless keyboard. Uh, and it's not the best. But I do like the the size of it. The footprint is very, very small. So um, I can work in very small, confined locations. Um, I can carry it in my backpack, and it's not that heavy. Um, another thing is that it, um, it, the Bluetooth pairing of it was the fastest and the easiest of any keyboard I've ever, ever used. Uh, and it, it never loses its Bluetooth uh uh, pairing, so that's that's one of the uh, good things about it. Um, only thing that that people complain about, but it's not. I don't really care about it. Is that it doesn't have the number pad, um, and some people like those little. And then the keys are a little bit cramped. But I have small hands, so it doesn't really matter. And I don't really use the number pad for anything. I'm not a accountant or anything. <laughs> Yeah, that's that was my first thought. That the the number pad on the side is more for people who are constantly working with numbers and spreadsheets. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then plus you're mo- you're using this for mobile uh, capabilities, of just so you can have a small keyboard on your desktop. It's not really um, um, made for heavy duty use, in in my opinion. Yeah, but I, I pretty much like it. I've had it for the longest. I've had it so long that the actual numbers on top of it, um, the uh, the letters and stuff, are starting to fade off. <laughs> So, <laughs> maybe it's time for me to get another one. <laughs> How much are they, Vicky? Around $50, $55 or something like that. Um, yeah. They're not that very expensive. Depends on where you buy it. Right. Yeah. Probably Amazon might have it a little cheaper. Yeah. Now, can you pair this with an iPad or is it strictly with a I've used it on my, desktop? I've used it on my iPad. So, you can use it with a computer mm-hmm. or with an iPad? Yeah, you can't use it on PCs. I've never been able to get it to work on a PC, but, you know. I don't care. I don't really. I, I have another keyboard that I use in my work laptop, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, so that's good. So it serves double duty. Yeah. Then. Good. Suze, what do you like to use? Me? Well, as far as the keyboard, I'm going to cheat for a minute because I did a review on the Dexim iBlue K wireless keyboard, and I like it because basically it, it, it pairs via Bluetooth, and I like the keys because they're a hard plastic, but I have to tell you, after using it for many months now. I gave it a great review on MyMac.com, but some of the keys have um, come off. What I liked what? about it, yeah, they, they popped off. And I've tried to notify Dexim. I'm still trying to get a hold of them on how to get this problem fixed. It's been a few weeks now. 
Um, mm. I'm hoping they'll be a little more responsive. But the thing is, is I love the keyboard because it's a hard plastic and they have four designated iPad keys. So when you're typing and you're paired with your iPad uh, 2 or 3, you can basically pull the button. It'll bring you to the home screen. You can go into your iTunes. You can go into your, um, not iTunes, excuse me. You can go into search and you can go into your camera roll. So there are some things I really liked it, and you can bring up the touch keyboard. So they have four designated iPad keys, so I'm hoping they'll get that fixed. But my little device is the diff case. I love my iPhone 4S, and I bought this. It was a Kickstarter project, and if you go to diffcase.com, that's where you find out about it. But I purchased it. And when it came, I think it was like $20 at the time, and I thought, wow, this is really chintzy. It's going to break. But what I liked about it was it had this sunshade. It had this removable back and that you can put on the front of the camera to use as a sunshade or to protect your back. Well, it's not chintzy. The, it's, a, it's, a, it's a composite product, this, this plastic. It's, I wouldn't even say it's plastic, but it's a composite product. What I like about it, it has two universal tripod mounts so you can basically mount your iPhone onto a tripod or a gorilla pod and either landscape landscape or portrait mode they also have an accessory you can buy a, a I never pronounce this right so no one laugh at me carbiner you know the little clip carbiner carbiner oh you know okay. those little know clips so you mm -hmm. say carbiner, mm -hmm. I say carbiner, whatever. But <laughs> what I like about it, you have, you have a lot of access to your buttons. The charger, you can get in there. It's not as fluid, of course, as some of the other cases, but it does fit the charger well. But they came out with a brand new upgrade to this. And you can also use this as a kickstand case. So if you're Skyping somebody or FaceTiming someone, you can basically use that that kind of removable back as a kickstand it's really great and it's great if you live in a sunny environment like I do but they came out they upgraded this whole thing and now it's $34.95 because they made the opening for the lens a, a larger so they have for people that like to use different lenses with their iPhone you have you can purchase a lens mount case for the $34.95 and you can also purchase the lens adapters. So if you have magnetic lenses like Photo Jojo lenses or you have um, other type of, um, you know, lenses like the iPro lenses, you can get mounts for that, which is great because I can keep my mount on here when I'm using it. And I bought the upgrade because I had already purchased it. So if you already have a diff case, it's like $15 for the new case. And you have basically two to remove, you can use one as a sunshade and you have another one to protect the back of your iPhone. I really love it. I think it's a, a great case. I've dropped my phone with this because I swore by my OtterBox commuter case, but the diff case did a great job protecting my iPhone. No cracks, knock on wood or anything. So if you're a photographer, an iPhoneographer, and you want to have a case with the you know, the tri the tripod mounts built built in. I think the diff case is great. And I like it's it's a little thick on the um on the bottom of the case on the left hand side and it's really nice to it's really it, um it hold it snuggles into your hand, which I really like too. 
So it's a lot more secure when you're texting or you're talking or you're surfing. So that's my contribution, the diff case. So is it a case and a keyboard? It's not a keyboard. It's basically oh. a case with a sunshade. And oh. if you... Bu- okay. so I thought you, you said it was a, you were talking about a keyboard. W- no, you can take... T- <laughs> well, that was the Dexam when I originally talked about that. But okay. this, this back comes off, so you can use it either the, on the front of the case or the back of the case. Okay. So you can use it as a sunshade, or you can use it on the back of the case and use it as a kickstand. You know, like I said, if you want to FaceTime someone... Um, it's it's really a great case. Love it. I, I really highly recommend it. Very pleased I have, with it. I have one question about the keyboard. Does it do? Does it have an automatic shut off, or do you have to power? No, no, Vicky. On the Dexam iBlue K wireless keyboard, um, what I do like about the keyboard, it's magnetic. So it's a folio. It's a really nicely padded leather folio with a magnetic mm-hmm. clasp. And basically, when you open up the I, the iBlue K keyboard, the folio, it has a kickstand in the back. So you can, you can basically hold up your iPad so you can use it in landscape mode to type. But it has a switch on the bottom of the, uh, on the, excuse me, the side of the keyboard. But that keyboard is magnetic. So you can remove it, which is really nice. So if you, don't, if you just want to use the folio as a folio, you, you're able to do that. But you have to switch it on and off, and they do have a little button right next to the on-off switch that pairs with, with the Bluetooth. So, Keyboard is really for, like, uh, your iOS devices? It's for the iPad 2 and the iPad 3, that, that particular uh, folio case. If it's my iPad 3, fine. So it's, I think the whole title is called the Dexam iBlue K wireless keyboard for the iPad 2, but it works fine with my iPad 3, except the keys have popped off. So I'm not happy about that. (laughs) No, not at all. The gadget that I like to use is called the Logitech M305 wireless mouse. Now I've been using a laptop since about 2001, and I've always used the trackpad, never really thought much of it. And then one day I decided that life would be a whole lot easier with a with a mouse, a wireless mouse, and I love this. It's it was only I, I want to say fifteen or twenty dollars. It was on sale at Staples, and I love it. It has a little little dongle that you put into your USB port. You just turn it on, and it just works. It's great. It does have a left and right click button and a little um, oh, what do you call this? Like the little dial in the center that you can move pages up and down, hmm. and I, in fact, my um, my middle son decided he wanted a a wireless mouse. I said, "Go get this one," and he uses the same thing. He loves it, and it's it's wireless. Uh, from from my Mac, I tried a uh, a trackball mouse. I don't remember what the brand was, but it was this huge mouse, and it was a trackball, mm. and I hated it because it was so super sensitive that when I was on iTunes, it would click onto other. Oh, that songs. would drive me crazy. You know, I'd be listening to one song, and if I was scrolling up or down, it would just start clicking on another song. It was just so ultra-sensitive. And they claimed that it was small. The thing was huge. They said it'll fit comfortably in your hand. And I think I have big hands, and it was big for huh. me. And it was, it's one of those, it was one of those mice that I think if you're a professional um, graphic artist, mm-hmm. maybe would be good. Uh, because you could, program each of the, you could program each of the buttons. But if you just want a mouse that just let's let acts like a mouse 
I love this. Like I said, it's very reasonably priced, 15 or $20 on sale at Staples. And I'm sure the Best Buy and other places have it too. And it's just very comfortable. And you can left click and right click with it. And I'm, I'm really happy. I really like it a lot. So that's, that's my techie, my first techie item. Vicki, your turn. I'm going to follow you with the mouse again. It's by accident that I picked all Apple products because I have other mouse too, but I really still like the Magic Mouse. I know a lot of people don't like it. And again, excuse me, it doesn't work with a PC, but I have my own mouse for my work PC, so it's no big deal about that. Um, it's I just like the way it looks. You know, and I, I think that's the reason why I buy a lot of Apple products is that the aesthetics are very, very important to me. And then again, I got a small hand, so it fits perfectly in my hand. Most Most guys... Or people who have bigger hands, that's the first thing they complain about. It's just very awkward. Um, and and I will say one negative thing about it that I don't like is after I've been using it for a while, my wrist gets a little tired. Um, and so they're right about when you hold it and you keep holding on to it and while you're working that your wrist, you can get that copper tunnel kind of thing. Um, because I, I have not found a very good way to rest my wrist on the desk. Or, you know, support my wrist better. So what I try to do now is not keep my hand on it, take my hand off. And now that I have the MacBook Air, I use it less because I actually like the trackpad on the the MacBook Air better. But I really think it's a good product. You can get it from as little as uh, $48 all the way up to like $69 at the Apple Store. One of the complaints that I know that I had when I first... Got it. Is that you know the swipes that you can do on with the mouse? It felt weird. It doesn't feel natural, and that's I think that's the reason why I went back to the the trackpad on the MacBook Air because it feels much more natural to do that kind of thing uh, on a trackpad than you do on a on using a mouse. But it's compact, small, doesn't take up much space, and it just looks really really good. Bottom line, I like things that look good. <laughs> so. <laughs> Now, can't you buy, um, I'm not exactly sure what they're called, but like a palm rest? Is that what it's called? Where you, would, it's like a pad? Yeah, but I think it's, that you I could think it's rest also your wrist? because my desk at home is sort of up a little high. I probably need to adjust my chair and a bunch of other things so that I can get that comfortable. And yeah, a palm rest probably mm-hmm. would help. Definitely would help. Because yeah. I know what you mean about the pain in the wrist because you're pretty much just... yeah keeping your hand yep. in the same position and just moving a little yep. bit with the mouse, then yep. I got the same I thing. I really loved it when I first started using it. And you want to like browse on the, on um, using the browser and you scroll up and down really easily using this mouse. And I found myself when I switched back to the trackpad, trying to do the same thing. And that doesn't work as well as, as the mouse. Uh, the mouse does a better mm-hmm. job of that scrolling back and forth and, and in, actually enlarging the page on a browser, I think. It, I Oh, maybe it's just I got the muscle memory for the mouse more down than I had when I first started using a trackpad. But I really like it. I try, I also tried the Magic Trackpad. I'm sorry, I hate that thing. I, I, I just don't get it. Have you guys tried to use that? No. No. Yeah. No. Um, no. I use a Wacom. <laughs> I, 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 always, I have a Wacom because I do a lot of Photoshop work. So I like to use the pen and, you know, when I'm I'm into Photoshop or Illustrator. So I find that, you know, I'm a a Wacom gal. So (laughs) that's what I use. 
I'm whacked. I, I think <laughs> for me, I think it's because it's off to the side, not right in front of the keyboard like mm-hmm. the trackpad is on the laptop. So it's just awkward to me to have my hand to the side trying to do that. I, I just have not been able to get used to that. So actually, I gave my magic trackpad away to my sister. So. I mean, to a friend, not my sister. Well, that's using the swipes. Yeah, I think because it's over to the side, yeah. not in front of the keyboard. You know, it's just, it just feels yeah. awkward. I, I mean, my computer, I'm still using a MacBook, so I, they do, it doesn't mm-hmm. use the swipes. But I tried it on my kids' MacBook Pros, and maybe I'm just not used to it, but I don't like it. It's like even with the iPad, where you're supposed to be able to swipe to go from one application yeah. to the other. Yeah. I don't like it. I still oh, double-click the home it. button. I love yeah, that. I, just, I love the multi-touch. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. I do. Yeah, I like the multi-touch, yeah. too. It um, saves me so yeah. much time just to take, put your five fingers and whoop it. You know, you can just yeah. go to the next screen. Oh, and, it's but, great. But for me, I don't read instructions, so I figured out how to use the <laughs> multi-touch by accident. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so, no, I love it. Yeah. Same. <laughs> I use it all the time. I just never could. Maybe yeah. one day. But right now, I'm totally fine with hitting the home button on the iPad and just finding my open application. Oh, on the iPad. Button. Yeah, I, I don't use any kind of trackpad yeah. kind of thing. Well, I mean, you could do, you could swipe with your fingers to go from one appli- open application to another. Oh, you do that? IPad. Really? And five, I, five fingers. Just I put just, your five fingers and swipe yeah, to the I, right or left. I know, I do that. Yeah, I that's just what I do. Can't, awesome. it, I just can't seem to okay. get it to catch. Yeah. So I just like, eh, I, I'll just... Again, I figured it out the hard way, too. I was... I was I accidentally did that, and I said, wow, that's cool. <laughs> I thought I had discovered something that nobody else knew. <laughs> no, it's a great feature. Yeah. Well, for me, um, getting back to f- photography and, like I said, the diff case, is that I really love macro photography, and macro photography is close-up photography. And, of course, with the iPhone, it's kind of difficult because it's always trying to, I mean, I have no complaints about the camera on the 4S, but it's always trying to focus. So I, around Christmas time, I purchased Photo Jojo. If you go to photojojo.com, it's a great little site. They have a ton of stuff to do and to create with your photography and lots of different uh, goodies to, and they have a lot of stuff for your iPhone or cameras, but they had for 20 bucks, I, I thought, well, I can't go wrong because for 20 bucks, I could get a wide angle and a macro lens with a, with a magnetic uh, connection for the iPhone. And actually, I'm not much of a wide angle person. It does do some vignetting. And I noticed that their telephoto, they have that for $20 as well. But they're a great little company. And, you know, I think this lens for 20 bucks is a great little lens if you want to do macro photography. I've had a lot of success with it. Uh, sometimes you have to be careful because if you don't have the magnet on the lens really well connected to the magnet on your iPhone, you will get some vignetting. But you can always crop that out. But I think they're, I think it's great. I just love uh, the fact that it's two lenses in one. And when I was um, in Europe not so long ago, there was a beautiful uh, uh, landscape photo that I wanted to take. But I couldn't get everything in that I wanted on the iPhone. I thought, well, geez, I have the wide angle. I'll try it. It did a great job. And I have to say is that uh, the photos are pretty sharp. You know, I didn't see a lot of, you know, pin cushioning. And it looked it looked really good. For a $20 lens, I think it's, it's, 
it's a great little buy. There's all sorts of different lenses for the iPhone, as you probably know. There's the Allo Clip, and uh, I think Photo Jojo also sells a Roli 8X telephoto lens for the iPhone. That's a little bit more, considerably more. And then there's the Schneider lenses. I think the iPro lenses are in the hundreds. You know, I think they're like 120, 150. So, but for 20 bucks, I definitely feel comfortable recommending this to anybody that wants a wide angle and a macro for their iPhone. Did you buy the Canon camera lens? Yes, mug? I have that actually. <laughs> and then I feel cool when I went to the Mac users group in Tucson with my Canon. I, one guy almost choked on his coffee because I think he really thought I had converted a real lens into a coffee mug. It does get some looks, but it's a great, it's a great little mug. I love it. Oh, this is funny. The example they show on the website has ice cream. Oh, I never even thought about it. a gelato. I don't do ice cream, but a gelato. I could put I could put some guanduja. It's either an ice cream or maybe a maybe it's a milkshake. I don't know. It's got a straw sticking out, but there's also a scoop. They of ice have cream. such fun things, and when you buy something from Photo Jojo, you get a nice little note in there, and they put like I don't know a little gizmo in. I mean, it's just a cool, funky little company. I've ordered from them in the past and I don't know they they do fast shipping um their products are pretty good so if if you want a macro lens I think you might be happy with a this $20 lens well as you guys know I don't know anything about photography for so you guys sound like the adults in Charlie Brown walk 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 Oh, not me. I'm just looking at the website and looking at this Excuse mug. Excuse me. I'm Lucy. So five cents for that advice. I'll tell you right now, Vicky. So five cents. Okay. The, doc- the doctor photo is in. Okay. <laughs> now, what I like to use is, since we all have lots of gadgets that need to be charged at the same time, our phones and our iPads and our Kindles and so forth, we don't always have enough power outlets. Mm-hmm. So what I've been using is the Mac, I think it is Mac Alley, Mac Alley or Mac Alley PowerLite 3 Outlet Power Strip. And what this is, is it's got a plug on the back. You just plug it into your wall. And then on the front and on each side is, a, um, is an outlet. So you can plug three things in. And then at the bottom, it's got two USB ports. So if you've got, you know, two iPhones that you want to charge. You can just put them in the USB port. You can put your iPad in the plug. You can put your Kindle in the other plug. So it takes up the space of one plug in the on the wall, but you can charge up to five different items. Oh, that's great. I love, so, I love that. I, how much is that? How yeah. much is it, Elizabeth? This is, let, I think it's 24, let me just, 24. Oh, that's, what is that, name of that again? It's called the Power Elite. It's the Mac Mac uh, Mac Alley Power Light Three Outlet Power. Oh, that strip. sounds cool. That is really cool. Yeah, I did a review on this on my Mac in November, and we will link to all these in the show notes. The the review for this and all the products that we're talking about, but it's small enough that you can just put it in your bag. So when we travel, I just put this in my suitcase. Oh, that's a great. Especially when you're um, on a cruise, which my husband and I like to do, there's one outlet in the entire room. So I can just plug this in and we can charge our phones, our iPads, uh, I'm sorry, not our our iPods, um, my Kindle, instead of having to take turns like we used to do in the past. I'll charge my phone now. Now you can charge your phone. Now they can all be done at the same time. I think that's great. I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's it's light. You can carry it in your backpack. It's you just throw it in your suitcase or your carry-on. 
So I use this every single day because I'm constantly charging. That something. sounds really <laughs> way, way cool. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very, very happy with that. And Vicki, do you have anything else that you'd like to share? I was going to do time capsule because I really love that. But you know what? I got one that's so old that it's not even worth talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I got the 500 t- uh, gigabyte one and it works like, I just think it's just a powerhouse. But I think something I use more often um, than anything is my um, Sprint MiFi card. Mm-hmm. Uh, that thing has just saved me so much. I, I, I held on to that uh, unlimited data plan. And, you know, with Sprint, you truly get unlimited data. They don't charge you extra. And I travel to work with my MacBook Air and my, even though I do have a 3G um, iPad, the new iPad, I, I, I use the wireless card. It just works so well. I've never had any issues with not uh, performing. Um, I used to have a Verizon card, that what uh, Air card, that I really didn't like because they, they started charging me extra for the uh, data when I started downloading a lot of stuff. So when I converted over to Sprint MiFi, I love it. I even have my MiFi card is really quite old too. It's only it's probably about three, almost four years old. And I probably could upgrade it, but I'm afraid there's something to happen. You know, it will not working well. If it ain't broke, don't yeah, fix it. Yeah, and that could probably move to like 4G or something, and I just don't see. I don't need it, and it just it's. I just forget that I have it or that um, I use it so often. And sometimes even if I have issues uh, with the, my network in my house, which happens on a regular basis. Um, I just pop that baby out and it just works seamlessly. I never have an issue with it. So it's a Sprint MiFi card. Um, and hmm. I'm going to have to probably provide you the information on it if I can find it, um, uh, um, Elisa, because it's so old. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I got it. <laughs> I may have to look find my old box that it came in to give you the information about it. But mm-hmm. I, it came, I don't remember what I paid for it. I think I may have paid. $40 or $50 for it. Oh, actually, no, I upgraded to it for free. So, um, even better. Yeah, I'm doing better. So, is that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, this is for men and women. And I know when I had the iPad, when I first bought my iPad, I wanted to, you know, carry it around, but I didn't want to, of course, my pocketbook didn't fit it. But I want a case. I wanted something that wasn't didn't scream, you know, pocketbook. And what I did is I went. I found one on eBags, eBags.com. This is called um, the. I th- it's called the Scout Two for the iPad. I bought it in black. It's forty nine ninety nine right now. It was in. The, I think it was. I paid fifty five for it. But what I like about this this iPad case is that it's very unisex. So I think, you know, men will like it as well as women. Um, you can put your, you can fit your iPad in there. You can fit your, fit, fit, you there. You can fit your iPhone, your iPod. Um, I put my uh, earphones in there. Stylus, I have quite a few styli that I put in there. I can put my wallet in there and it's great. So I can just fit everything. I can fit an extra battery. I have like a little extra battery, um, thing for my uh, Kensington for my iPad. So it's great. I just throw everything in there and off I go. And what I like about it is the compartment that you put into your iPad 
uh, that you put your iPad into is very padded, so it's very protected in this. And I did bring it when I went traveling, and it's it's just a great case. I would I highly recommend this, and that one is the STM um, bag, the Scout Two for the iPad. Oh yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's got that, it, yeah, it, it holds a lot. It holds a lot. It's got like a little. Um, a pad for your shoulder, you know, so if it gets mm-hmm. heavy, I tend to load things down. But, you know, the black one is just really nice. I've gotten a lot of compliments on it. People actually were stopping me in the um, airport when they saw me put my iPad into it and came up and asked me what it was. So I, I like it a lot. You know, I think it's great, you know, if you bring, if you know you're going to be bringing your iPad somewhere, it's great just to throw everything in there, all your Apple stuff. It's so. cute, too. It's actually sort of cute. Yeah, it's not big. It's it's like just the right size. It's like Goldilocks. It's just right. It's not too big. It's not too small. You can fit everything in there. And that means I'm putting an iPad with a case in it, and a folio case in it. So, mm-hmm. And it fits everything well. The iPad with a case will fit snugly into that compartment. If you had a smart cover case for your iPad, it would you would have room. But if you have your iPad in a folio case, it will be a little snug. So just, just be warned. But I really like it. I think it's a it's a great product, and it's it's very well made. It has a real heavy uh, clasp on the front, and it has different zippered compartments in there, so you can really load it up. Mm. So, yeah, reading some of the reviews, people are putting their stuff in. This person says, "My iPad, smartphone, keys, passport, spare batteries, charging cable, documents, and more." <laughs> I, I put I put my spare battery in there, but uh, I don't. I, I suppose you could put your charging cable in there. I never thought about that. That's true. And the reviews are posted by men. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I originally bought it because I wanted something, you know, a little stylish, and I I wanted to be able to put my wallet and everything in there, you know. But I didn't want it to also scream iPad case because I didn't want to have somebody, you know, try to rip it from right. me or be mugged. But it's really nice. It's um, it's like a nylon canvas. I, that's how I would describe it. It's uh, it's it's very durable, and if you spill anything on it, you can just wipe it off. You know, it's it's. I would say it would. It's not waterproof, but I think it, I could comfortably say it's water resistant. So you could, mm-hmm. ju- if you spill something on it, you could quickly wipe it off, and it wouldn't stain it. Mm-hmm. It looks like so. a messenger bag. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. It's a little smaller yeah. version of a messenger bag. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's like my contribution. So check out ebags.com. They have some great bags on there for iDevices. Well, I've got two quick ones here. The first one is called the Newer Tech New Scribe. It's a stylus and pen. So you just twist the top, and you've got a pen on one side, and on the other side, you've got the little nub for the stylus. And... I got to a point where I got so used to it that I don't know how to not use it. Hmm. So when I'm playing um, my favorite game, Apple Dabble, on the iPad, which is like a Scrabble game, that's what I use the stylus to move all the letters. It's, you know, it's just a stylus. It's nothing super special, but I love it. It's just, it just works well. Like I said, if, if I need a pen, I just flip it over. I've got a pen on the other side. So um, this is from Otherworld Computing, and currently it's eleven ninety nine. Okay, I have to ask this, Elisa. Mm-hmm. What happens if you just aren't thinking, and 
you're using your stylus on your iPad and you think, oh, I got to, you know, you turn it over and you actually write on your iPad screen. See, I'm always I, scared of that. Yeah, I've make it a habit of when I'm done using the pen part to always close it. Okay, that's a good idea. Yeah, that would be my fear. Then I'd have a yeah. scratched iPad. Then I'd be obsessing about it. Well, I also have a cover, um, the plastic cover over the glass. Oh, see, I don't. On the front, yeah. I don't, and I, you know, I don't like them. I hate them. I did it with my iPhone, but I just, when you're working with photos on your iPad or your iPhone, I just, it, it alters the color. I, it mm-hmm. really does. And so I just, I don't know, maybe it's just a Suze thing, but I don't put a cover on mine. I, yeah. I know. I know. I think, I think either you love them or you hate them. Well, one vote here for hate. <laughs> yeah. And I, I have all my phones, my iPods, all have the little covers on them. Aren't you good? The little... I, I don't put the cover. I don't have a cover on my uh, on the front on the screen of my uh, iPhone. I just don't like that. I don't either. Yeah, yeah. but I, I do have a cover for. Uh, yeah, um, I can. Well, there, there, and there are people that don't put cover. I mean, like I have the the plastic, but I also have everything in a case or a cover of some sort. And there are people who refuse, and I just think, my God, if you drop it, yeah, I, I, I want that protection. Yeah, my son, my son did that with his iPad 2 the other day. He was getting into the car. Now, I gave him my smart cover, but he just never puts a cover on his. And what happened, it went onto the driveway, the concrete driveway. It dinged the um, corner of it. So I did look up, because I live in Dallas now, and there are some people around here that if you don't have Apple Care, that will will replace the screen. And it was 129 i think apple does it for 249 so i mean it's not a cheap thing you know when you break your screen that's for sure no nope so yeah mm. well the other quick item i have that's one of my favorite tech gadgets is my kindle <laughs> my, now i'm not going to i'm not going to talk <gasps> a lot about it isn't that cute what did she say i didn't hear her did she actually say kindle my Kindle. Yeah, isn't that cute? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Actually, Kindle I like fire? it too. I like it my, too. It's, it's my yeah. Kindle second generation. So that's not that, a fire. Well, I have a Kindle fire, but I like my Kindle second gen. And the okay. reason why is because I bought this. It's, it's three years old. I bought it in June of 2009. Back then, it was $359. Peace. Yeah. Yep. It was ridiculous. Yep. But let me tell you, this thing has more than paid for itself. What I love about it is I have ADD tendencies. And the problem with using the iPad or the Kindle Fire is that I start to read a book and then I check email or I play a game or I check something else. With the Kindle, I read. And that's all I do is I sit and I read. And it works perfectly in the brightest sunshine. So I can sit in the sun. I can sit in my backyard, sit by the pool and read. It's been on four or five cruises with me. It's been all over the Caribbean because that's what I bring with me. Lay on the beach. I have my Kindle. Hmm. I, 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 I have the second gen too. First gen, second gen, third gen. And then I stopped buying them after the iPad came out. <laughs> but I yeah. love the Kindle. I, I still like it. Uh, mm-hmm. I will sometimes pull it out to read a book. There's certain things that I just don't particularly care about it in terms of the backlight. And I like to read in the dark. And 
And I don't really find a problem with the iPad uh, and the glare that people talk about. I just pop my my sunglasses on if it's really a big problem. But um, there's something about reading on the Kindle that's sort of akin to reading a book, a paper book, you know. Because there's no distraction. Yeah, you're right. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. You know, it's like when you have a paper book in your hand, you're reading the words in the page and you turn the page. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Anything that's a distraction is outside of the book. Yep. It's with the same with the Kindle. Anything that's a distraction is outside of the Kindle. Yep. And when the time comes that this one dies, I will buy a newer Kindle. But I like this one. Yeah. I like the layout. I, I like it. I even bought the the super big one, the le- or the real tall. Um, forgot which the one. D- Deluxe. The, D- Deluxe. the DX. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I bought that one um, because I wanted to look at uh, uh, my um, technical books on it, and I have that at work. And it, periodically, I will pull it out and look at um, uh, books that I have online. Yeah. But, well, yeah. thank God. I mean, this thing used is used a lot. In fact, yeah. to the point where the summertime, my husband will read. So if I have a good book. I will give him my Kindle and then I'll read on my fire. What's interesting, so, they, still, they still all work. My, that, uh, my first, second, just, third, and the deluxe mm-hmm. all work. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Like all the use, I mean, it really gets used a lot. It still works, knock wood, perfectly. There, it's not so, showing any signs of slowing down or the battery dying. It's, it's great, and I'm totally happy. I have no desire to upgrade or get a more current version. I'm totally happy with what I've got. Yep. And I love it. I, I love it, too. I like the kind of technology that just simply keeps kicking. Who's that giggling? <laughs> I love my iPad. I love reading I on too. it. I love, do you know, when I was unpacking my cookbooks, um, I thought, you know, I really, really need to start, you know, getting rid of some of these because I, I love, love, love cookbooks. So I did. I, I started to rationalize it because I have cookbooks on my iPad that are absolutely fantastic. I have a bunch of French cookbooks on there, and I use them all the time. And I don't know, it's, even though I love the tactility of a book, I really love reading on the iPad, too. I, I, I don't know. I, I have the Kindle app, you know, and I don't have a Kindle, but I'm very, I'm very pleased with the book experience on the iPad. The Kindle is good for reading a fiction book. If mm-hmm. you're reading The Hunger Games or you're reading The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, just a fiction book, Kindle's perfect. If you're reading something more interactive like a cookbook, mm-hmm. then yes, go to the iPad. Yeah. Because you have that interactivity. Or if you, you need just, to see um, like uh, diagrams and stuff like that, it's much more clear. Right. Yeah, on the yep. iPad. Yeah. But if you just want to sit and read a book, just for the sake of reading a book, the Kindle, way to go. Hmm. I just like it, so I'm just going to keep using it because I, I, I just feel warm and fuzzy when I use it. <laughs> I do. I just want them to keep doing good I, because that's going to push the iPad further to be better and other e-books. Even the Nook is a good product. It's really, really good. It's just not an iPad. It, and they're trying to be like that. I mm-hmm. think that the Amazon has it right. You know, they have certain devices for certain people. The people who want to get closer to the iPad will probably get a fire. But if you just want to read and have a device that you can download ebooks, there you have. They have that model too. So um, I, I, I wish them well. I hope they do well. They're going to make a lot of money off me because I buy a lot of books anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
when you mentioned about the Nook, I downloaded the Nook app because I had um, some birthday money. And I thought, well, you know, maybe I'll get an art book. Um, and I looked at Barnes & Noble because, of course, Borders is no longer. And they, they Amazon um, did not have it for the Kindle. I think, I, well, either way, I, I think it was a Barnes & Noble gift card, so I couldn't use it on Amazon anyway. So I bought the art book, and I downloaded a sample onto the Nook app. And everything seemed fine. When I, when I would tap and hold on a um, picture, it would go into a different window so I could see it. And it, even though it really wasn't optimized for the retina display, I thought, well, you know, it's still, it's not bad. You know, so I'll, I'll just use it. So I purchased it. And it was terrible. None of the um, pictures optimized. I couldn't get them. They were teeny tiny. I couldn't even see them. So I did call up Barnes & Noble, and I told them what had happened. And I have to say, they were really, really nice. They refunded my gift card and for the, the price of the ebook because he tried it on the actual Nook, and he said it was the same thing on the Nook. So he said mm -hmm. it wasn't just the Nook app on the wow. iPad. Yeah, yeah. So I have to give them some credit. So not all the, you know, if you're going to buy, I think, a book that has a lot of photos or pictures or art, I think you may want to... Um, be careful of, of the Nook right now because I don't think they, they optimize them for that. I know he said any of the enhanced books that have embedded video will not work with the Nook app on the iPad. They'll work on the Nook, but not the Nook app. So that's just he, another FYI. I found the same thing with diagrams. Like I said, I, I look at textbooks on it and I can't right. see the diagrams very clearly on, on the Nook, uh, using the Nook app or on the Nook itself. Uh, and yeah, they have a very generous return policy. They, you actually can buy the Nook and just trial it for a couple of weeks. I, I don't know how long. It, I think it's a week or two weeks and return it and get your full money back. Really? Yeah, that's what happened with me. That the iPad strange. came out. I, the new iPad came out and I just bought the Nook and I was like, oh, this is the, the iPad, the iPad 30 is so much better. So I returned it. <laughs> yeah, I think Amazon has the same policy. Yeah. Might be thirty days. You can try it. If yeah. you just don't like it, you can send it back. Yeah, that's not bad. I, I, yeah, I, one one friend bought it for their for his mother, and uh, she just could not see very well to use any e, e device. So they returned it and got his full amount of money. That's, that's, so that's not one one of the reasons why I tried it out. I said if I like it, I keep it. You know, but I needed the money to buy my iPad. <laughs> And it's a good choice. Yeah, it's very good choice. Yeah, plus I can see my my tech books. One good thing about it is that they use the same format for their eBooks as the iPad does. I mean, as iBooks does. Oh, that is good. Yeah, whereas Amazon is different. They use that. Yeah, yeah, they do. And sometimes it doesn't format very well. You know, mm -hmm. they're like run-on sentences or something. But yeah. yeah. So, does anybody else have any other? I have. I have one more thing that I'd like to add um, to the artists out there. There was a Kickstarter project not so long ago, um, and the company created a product called the Sensu Brush. And I'm going to do an in-depth review for MyMac.com on it. But basically, it's a stylus that is a beautiful um, touch capacitive brush on one end and a rubber tip stylus on the other end. So that see that's why I asked you, Elisa, about the the pen because because this one is a dual purpose as well. But you know at least if you're 
using the stylus and you go to the brush, you won't hurt your screen. But it's beautiful for some of the art apps such as Sketchbook Pro, Art Rage, Procreate, Art Studio. You can really get a beautiful painting experience. The, what's different about this particular stylus, this brush stylus, as opposed to the Nomad brush, is that it's truly like a brush where the tip of the brush, the fibers are very tight, which I really like. So you can do some beautiful strokes with this brush. And I really like the rubber tip because it kind of reminds me of the Wacom Bamboo Stylus, which is my absolute favorite stylus for the iPad. It's very durable, uh, very responsive. I, so far, I am really loving this stylus, and I can't wait to do a, a, an in-depth review on it. But it's about $40, and you can go to sensubrush.com. And I think they're only shipping in the U.S. right at the moment. But there are some videos as well on the website that you can look to see what this brush does. Some some beautiful work. So hmm. that's nice. my little art plug. Well, now that it's past my bedtime, <laughs> it's probably time to wrap this up. <laughs> Vicki, where can people get a hold of you? Um, you can get a call to me at uh, oh my god, I forgot already. Twitter.com <laughs> slash V E Stokes or V Stokes at gmail.com. <laughs> Suzanne, do you remember where people can get yeah, you? Thinking, you know, I just want to let all our listeners know it's only six o'clock right now, and it's past Elisa's bedtime. Just, just it's seven o'clock. Get the time yeah, right. It's ten o'clock at night. Seven here. o'clock. <laughs> Maybe we should say the three old geeky ladies. <laughs> No, uh, for me, um, you can find me on WordPress, just uh, Suzette Gilbert, or at Twitter, um, twitter.com, is it slash, uh, what, whatever, just it's my name, one word, Suzette Gilbert, S-U-Z-E Gilbert, and that's where they can find me. And I'm at twitter.com slash senseidai, S-E-N-S-E-I-D-A-I, or senseidai.gmail.com. We also have a Twitter Adre- uh, Twitter address, if you want to reach us, we're at Geeky Ladies. And we have, right, and we have Facebook, too. It's uh, Facebook.com slash 3 Geeky Ladies. Yes, please, please, like us. Yeah. Yes, please. We want, we want to be liked. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what is our, Vicki, what is our uh, Gmail address? Uh, is it th- three, ge- three, ge- 3 Geeky Ladies at so gmail.com. Okay, the number three? Yes. The number, okay, so three geeky ladies at gmail.com if you want to reach reach us as a as a whole or even even individually you can get us there. And we love iTunes reviews, so please yeah. give us a review or a star rating. We would really appreciate that. It, we also have a constructive criticism too. As long as it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> don't be nasty. Don't be rude. <laughs> So on that note, uh, I want to say goodnight to everyone and thank you for listening. And for Vicky and Suze and myself, thanks for listening and we will see you soon. Good night. See you next time. Bye. Good night. Hi, I'm Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. And I'm David Cohen from the Tech Fan Podcast. And we wanted to take a moment to tell you about the Stoplight Network. 
Stoplight is a community of podcasters. We're a group of people who are passionate about podcasting and we're looking for people who have either existing or new podcasts who might be interested in joining us. So check it out at www.stoplightnetwork.com and while you're at it, check out our show, The Tech Fan Podcast, part of the Stoplight Network of Podcasts.